Did you know that the 4th of July is on a Thursday this year? That's going to be a full weekend of fun out on the deck, four days. But if your deck isn't what it used to be and you aren't using it for great family gatherings, you need to call my friends at All Weather Decks. All Weather Decks is a 24-time winner of the Angie Super Service Award. And they probably help one of your neighbors. Click on the map link at allweatherdecks.net. Call All Weather Decks today at 913-206-1974 or go to allweatherdecks.net and mention you heard it on 810. Call now and relax. Rebound, kicked out to McKenzie Shippey. On the move, right in a runner from eight feet. No, Jackson snares down the miss and then puts it home for the right side. Jackson in double figures for Friends. And Friends comes away with a rebound and a chance to take the lead. 33-32, Emerlehu going for the lead from the left wing. Emerlehu with the triple. He's got nine, and the Falcons reclaim the lead. Welcome to the Friends Basketball Coaches Show from Walk-On Sports Bistro. Snares the rebound for Friends. Ahead, Barbary goes up, and he flushes it down. Barbary taking flight. Now here's your host, Pat Strothman. What's going on, everyone? Voice of the Friends Falcons, Pat Strothman, here with another edition of the Friends Basketball Show on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM, broadcasting from the great spot that we're always at every single week, Walk On Sports Bistro on Mays Road. I think we all know what's coming up this weekend. Obviously, we know for Friends what's coming up this weekend. But, hey, NFL, conference action taking place, conference championships on the line. You have college basketball in full force. A lot of different things taking place, and there's no better than walk-ons to catch the game. Come out to Walk On Sports Bistro. They have all the TVs. No matter where you sit, you're going to be able to watch what you want to watch. But also, too, they have the great food that you can expect when it comes to watching a big game on the TV. But the thing is, they throw in a southern twist, fantastic grub. Highly encouraged coming out to Walk-On Sports Bistro. Really appreciate their support of Friends University Athletics. Well, tonight you're going to hear from Dean Jaderston, the head women's basketball coach at Friends University. Right now the women's basketball team on a roll, six consecutive wins. And we'll talk about four of those victories. Last night, a win against Evangel in Springfield, 79-69. But I do feel like we do have to go all the way back to the game that that we didn't get a chance to talk about. We did talk about the Avila win in Kansas City, 78-65. But the game against Sterling, the, the Warriors were, were right there until the very, very end. You guys were on top by, by double figures, and Sterling was able to kind of come back a little bit. But you guys made all those big plays down the stretch. You made those free throws. And you guys get the win, 79-75. You were highly motivated going into that game, wanting to get that first win against Sterling, snapping, I believe, what, a 12-game losing streak? Somewhere in there. Okay. Yeah. Well, a big win, though, and, and that's one that I know for Sterling, they're, they're young, they lost so much, but they're getting better. If you put on the film from where they started to where they were at that point, they got so much better. And they have a gal that can go off for 40, which that can always be a concern. So. Yeah. Let's go all the way back to January 13, your reaction to the way that you played against Sterling. You know, Sterling has this last probably five, six years of just being this high-quality, ranked program. And 
that kind of mentality and toughness gets to be contagious in the program. Uh, they expect to win. They know how to prepare. Um, Casey Bassett, their coach, probably knows me better than anybody in the conference. She was a player when I started there. When she started coaching, we'd have many, many conversations. So she knows what we do, how we do it. Um, and uh, and so I, I thought they were probably more prepared for us than any team we played. They mixed their defenses, and it was a really good test for us to not get caught up in overthinking. Um, Trying to what zone is it this time? What zone is it that time? And 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 as the game went on, we we started to just play, and that's one of the keys for our team this year. Um, when they start to just play and trust their instincts, uh, that's when we, we 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 get get to be our best. And I thought that game, you went back and forth, back and forth. Every time we'd stretch the lead, they'd switch defenses and come back. And we had a really nice stretch in the end of the third quarter, early fourth quarter. Uh, opened up a lead and then just just finished the game. So I I thought Sterling played very well. Uh, they had a couple kids. We just kept losing, kept losing, and and um, it's also one of those games. Yeah, there's a lot of it feels different. You know, they were the one team in my five years at Friends that we hadn't beat yet, and and so we had been so close. We'd lost in the last second shot. We had lost in the last minute or two. I think twice we were leading going into the fourth quarter, and we just couldn't get over the hump. And so our kids felt that. Um, you could just feel a little bit of the tension coming coming through there down the stretch. But um, it was a really, really good win for us. And, and uh, yeah, I, there are those moments where you see your team shift, that you, you see them all of us like, aha, I'm starting to get it. And we don't have to run the right the exact right play we just have to be really good basketball players and I thought that more than anything happened in that Sterling game and even as we go now in the last four games I'm seeing that emerge more and more well in the fourth quarter it combined 59 points it's quite a bit uh, for sure you had 34 points in the fourth quarter and you went 12 or 13 at the free throw line there down the stretch which if there's a, a way for you to wrap things up that's one way to do it and Raylan Gardner I know had a tough day just shooting-wise from the floor, 6 of 19, but she was nails at the free-throw line in the fourth quarter. And you can't bring up this game without bringing up Trinity Johnson and her eight, or excuse me, five threes in the game. She finished with 18 points, a career high for her back then. So those were two big performances by, by both Ray and Trinity Johnson. But, yeah, the 34 points in the fourth quarter, that, that doesn't really happen too often. You know, we last year – at the end of the season, we just were living and dying on our defense. Um, <laughs> we were joking just even this week, remembering like if team scored 60, we were probably losing against us. And so we were trying to hold people down, and and offense was just hard to come by. And so this year, both recruiting and um, even internally, we're working we're working to try and get that offense to to open up a little bit. And uh, after Christmas break after winter break we have one-on-ones with all the kids and my assistant coach Lasky was like coach all you're doing is talking offense and I'm like absolutely right now we are in can we get our offense to really gel we know we can guard and when we get close to the tournament we'll start ramping up and refocusing on some tournament level defense but we've got to get our offense going and I believe as of right now we're leading the conference in scoring which we've never done since I've been here and um it's starting to take shape, and, and we have these quarters where all of a sudden it gets rolling, and, and that fourth quarter against Sterling, 
The other thing that happened that fourth quarter is we started taking care of the basketball. When we take care of the basketball, that's when we're really, really good. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing this team continue to get better and better and, and uh, uh, ball going through the basket. Yeah, well, it certainly did in that game of the fourth quarter. Friends University women's basketball coach Dean Jaderson here on the Friends Basketball Show on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Kicking off that, well, I guess – we're talking about the last four games in particular, but it is a six-game win streak. The last four started with that win against Sterling, 79-75, and then you make the trek down to Bartlesville, Oklahoma. We we talked about the challenges of going down to Bartlesville and trying to get down there just in general is a little bit of a, of a trek and a little bit different. I don't know if that was why Oklahoma Wesleyan scored the first 15, or maybe you just said, well, I mean, Phil McClintock did it down 18 to McPherson, 18-0 hole, and they came back and won. So I'm sure we could probably do something very similar. It, it's just that wasn't a 28-point win at the very end for, for the men's basketball team, but a 78-50 win at Oklahoma Westland, a place that you won at, I believe, for the first time last year. And here you are once again coming out on top. But, again, a little bit of a slow start. Your thoughts on what you saw in Bartlesville? Yeah, our Achilles heel um, is turnovers. If we take care of the ball, we scored a really high, efficient rate. Um, so we set, actually, I think probably a school record. We had a turnover in two seconds to start the game and over and back um, and proceeded to have 11 turnovers in the first eight minutes of the game. And so you're getting a turnover and a half almost per minute. Um, and turnovers tend to lead to baskets, especially if they're live ball turnovers. And so we gave up, oh, I don't know what it was, like eight or ten transition baskets in the first first six or seven minutes and we were down 17 to 2 um and it, it was just like watching a different team play i think we had more turnovers in the first eight minutes than maybe the rest of the game combined or close to it and uh once we decided to value the basketball i think it was like a 75 to 28 run the rest of the way or something like that so um it was uh it was like okay these last three quarters, this is the team you can be. We just have to take care of the ball and and, and play quick without rushing. That's that's a big, big thing for us right now. Sometimes when we want to play quick, we rush things. And there's a difference between those two, two concepts. So play quick without rushing. Take care. Value that basketball. Let's get a shot. And uh, like I said, when we get a shot, we, we tend to score at a pretty high clip. Well, we saw Taylor Jackson go off for 17 and 17 earlier this year, 22 and 16 down in Barsville. I think that'll get the job done there for Taylor. Yeah, she's she's uh, really kind of coming into her own this season um, in terms of her offensive flow. Early in the season, I felt she was rushing some things, and you know, nobody is surprised by Taylor anymore. Um, there's doubles coming. There's triples coming. We, we stopped the clip. Uh, we could go. There were five people in the paint as soon as Taylor got the ball. And they're hoping she dribbles and hoping. And so it's getting our other players to move and, and create windows for her to pass out of. And Taylor is starting to really get a rhythm and play comfortable with the basketball even under pressure. Um, she cleans those boards. We get a lot of second chance points with her. And... Um, yeah, she's playing better and better. I think she had uh, three weeks in a row defensive player in the week or mm -hmm. something like that for the KCAC. And, and yeah, it's just uh, 
dominant force at moments. Uh, it takes a lot of people to figure out how to neutralize her. Yeah, which is <laughs> certainly certainly challenging for a lot of opposing defenses. Dean Jaderston here on the Friends Basketball Show talking Friends Women's Basketball tonight on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Six-game win streak for the Falcons, 78-50 win at Oklahoma Westland. And then a last time inside the Garvey Center, a win over the Bethel Threshers, 77-67. Going into that game, and I was stressing it to, to people, it, it's amazing. You guys like to run up and down and capitalize in transition. I think that's that's obvious, but we all know that inside you, you have great firepower. You have Garner that can go to the rim. You have Taylor who can be really good around the rim. Bethel, not quite the biggest of teams in the conference, but they play extremely hard. And you brought up turnovers being the bugaboo. If you're going to do light ball turnovers, Bethel more than likely is going to fly down the floor and make you pay. Ten-point win, but there's there's no doubt that you guys got challenged. You, you guys had to lock things up in the fourth quarter to get the win. Your reaction to what you saw against Bethel? Bethel is the fastest team in the half court and the fastest team after turnovers in our conference. They they convert so quickly. Sterling gets up and down the floor really quickly. Um, Bethel just plays free. You know, Coach Lamar came in, and there's no pressure on them. It's a late coaching change. They have a bunch of new players. They go out, and they just play, and they pass and cut. You can't simulate that in practice. They have this little set. I bet you they've scored oh, three-fourths of their games on the exact same play, and – we drilled it in practice. We said it's going to happen faster than we can create it. And sure enough, first play, they throw it. We get a little hip check, and our girl's late, and they get the backdoor layup. And <laughs> it's like, Coach, I didn't realize how quick. Nope, that's, that's And they didn't score on it the rest of the game. Yeah, Those moments are really good for us because you don't win or lose the game in the first five minutes. You, you have to make adjustments. You have to learn what a team's doing. You have to figure out how to do something different. And – I, I that game actually I really liked because I thought Bethel played very well. They hit a lot of shots, a lot of contested shots, a lot of tough shots, and we had to compete. It wasn't like you're up 20 and you can get complacent. Um, and we want those games because we get better each time we play one of those. And and they were making some I thought some really tough shots. They have this little freshman point guard who's really good, knows where the basket is even off balance. And so now, how do we adjust? How do, you, how do you take that away, and how do you make them go to something else? And and, and so it was a good basketball game. Um, team shot well against us. And, again, we, we learned when we take care of the ball, we're really good. When we're careless with the ball, then we um, then we struggle. And, and Bethel opened our eyes. We, we had, I think, five possessions where we got a steal or a rebound, and within a second we gave the ball back to them. And so how do you value it? How do you secure the ball? We need to have those games. Okay, now we get better at that next practice. Okay, good. We're getting better. Um, and just as you go down the road, we, we kept seeing that improvement um, each and every game. So Bethel opened our eyes to some things. But again, a good win at home against a scrappy basketball team and um, building that momentum. Well, you got to like some of the stat lines. Ray Gardner, I know we talked about her scoring 30 or, or thirty earlier in the year against York, but she gets a double-double of 21 and 10. and. Really one of the more efficient games for her, too, from the field going 7 or 13. I think that's got to be a good thing, too. I, I got a text after the game, and we joke sometimes that Ray gets the quietest 20-point games. 
Um, you know, and, and the funny part about it for Ray is Ray doesn't know what she has. The, the game earlier this year where she scored 30, she had no clue, and she kept tugging on her jersey to come out of the game, and she had 28 points. And so I just kept every, everybody throwing her the ball, throwing her the ball, and finally she gets her 30 and comes out, and she's just exhausted on the bench. Like, Coach, why didn't you take me out? And, well, we wanted you to get to 30. So and she doesn't realize that that's just who she is. She just goes out and plays and has a joy about her. And, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that game, both uh, both ends, defensively on the boards and, and attacking the basket. Um, great, great game for Ray. Yeah, and also in that game, too, Trinity Johnson – Corey Babcock and Trinity Johnson kind of had their moments. It was Trinity in the first half by knocking down some threes. In the fourth quarter, wasn't exactly the, the greatest of days for, for Corey from a, a complete shooting percentage and, and whatnot. But in the fourth quarter, we're not playing at your best. You still got to be ready for that moment. And Corey was able to get 10 points and all of it coming in the fourth quarter, which that was, that was huge. So one of the concepts this year for us, um, we have all these new players. And we always talk about playing with a short memory first quarter is over you can't get it back forget about it play the second quarter play the third quarter and and Corey was one of those who was pretty frustrated going into the fourth quarter and she and we need Corey on the floor because she guards so well she she there's so many little things she does but it's like okay Corey, you got one quarter go play and she hit a couple shots and all of a sudden opened things up and and that's that's one of the fun things on this team is there's multiple people who can get you baskets and so you can't just Everybody help off here and go there. And uh, um, that's where we, we get more and more dangerous offensively as the season goes on. Yeah. Well, uh, last night, let's get to that game, a win against the Evangel Valor going to Springfield, 79-69, to continue the win streak on the sixth in a row now for the Friends University women's basketball team. Dean Jaderson here on our latest Friends basketball show. And for the first time, you had to figure out what do we do. It's – Travel-wise, where do we stop? What do we do? What do we do for food? You have to worry about all those different things. Well, in the in the first quarter, Evangel led 17-13. But as you brought up, after the game against Bethel, talked about the size of Bethel and, and what Bethel didn't have. Evangel, meanwhile, had some size. And, and there's no doubt they have a, a very great team and they're having a good season this year. And I, I know as a coach, it's well. It's great to have another quality program, another quality team, in, but also, oh man, now we got to really work hard to try to get that win there. But the second quarter, and also the third quarter too. But in the second quarter, you guys got that separation, twenty-three fourteen in quarter number two. So felt like that second quarter was huge in that ten-point win. Your thoughts on the the road trek to Springfield for the first time? It's it's the same formula. First first quarter, we have six turnovers and we only score thirteen points. We have nine turnovers the rest of the game, and we win every quarter. Um, it's taking care of the basketball. And we came out, some careless turnovers. Some of it, you're on the road. It's a new place we've never played before. We're getting rhythm. Um, they've schemed, and so they're doing some things trying to stop us. And, and so it's, okay, let's just take care of the ball this quarter. Um, there's there's little things that uh, um, that second quarter was a really intriguing one. We just start taking care of the ball. Um, Evangel's an incredibly talented team. I think their second five would all start for numerous teams in our conference. And so when they go to their bench, it's not like they're dropping off. They bring multiple six-footers into the game. They have kids who can drive it and shoot it. And and so you can't just like, okay, we got the starter out of the game. Now let's, let's, let's relax. No, you have to play. And, and we did a really good job second quarter 
getting the movement we wanted, getting downhill off some drives and ball screens. Um, there were a couple little moments. One of the fun things on a team is you have these moments. You've got a whole team, and there's only 200 minutes in a game that you can play kids. And, and so sometimes kids have roles that are very specific and timely. Um, we're in a dogfight. I think it's like a three-point lead or two-point lead coming down the stretch. Ellie Munns goes in the game. He gets one shot, nails a big, big three for us that really gives us momentum going into halftime. And that's what's fun about this team, kids stepping into those roles, making plays there. Um, I thought that was one of the biggest shots we've hit all season because all of a sudden instead of going in tied or a one- or two-point game, you're going in like, okay, we got some separation now. Um, it really changed the tone of, of halftime for us. And, and uh, yeah, those, those moments are big. But we take care of the ball, we win. We don't take care of the ball. We make the game really, really interesting. Well, we talked about Lauren McIver and how she came in more as a more as a two guard, and I was playing more point. Well, I think we're starting to see <laughs> see the benefits of of her playing at point throughout the year. I have to really look at how many assists, probably four more assists, in, in a lot of these during this win streak. I think you probably have a correlation there: mm-hmm. fourteen points, eleven assists, a double double there. The most important thing is, though, when you see the assists, that's great, but it's the turnover. We've just seeing one, 11-to-1 assistant-to-turnover ratio. That is rather impressive. I know, Corey and Trinity, you know, on the other side, too, you got to make the shots when you get them. And for them to go a combined 9 of 13 from the field, you're going to win a lot of ball games when Absolutely. you do that. So, overall, your guard play was great, and I'm sure you could probably talk – good about them but i think you really want to really highlight lauren and her 11 assists to one turnover ratio well those those go together um you know a lot of times when you see um school records they happen against a really really bad team somebody gets 12 11 assists and it's because you win by 50 and people are getting layups and yeah that's all well and good to get 11 assists on the road against a really, really good team with talented defenders and size is incredible. Part of the reason Corey and Trinity shot the ball so well is they got the ball in rhythm on their cuts. And if you looked at us early in the season, we were always getting the ball a half second late to people. Or the ball was coming at their ankles. And, and Lauren is not only seeing people, she's seeing them in time, and she's hitting them in rhythm. She's learned how they shoot and where they want the ball. And, and so our, our shooters are shooting better because they're getting the ball at just the right spot at just the right time. And, and so that, that goes together. Um, she, she had an incredible game. And uh, the 11-to-1 turnover, assisted turnovers, if you go back early in the season when we were struggling, point guards will have the most turnovers. And I don't stress that. She was having more than she should. And so not only has she, she secured the ball, she's seeing the floor, um, but she was making people pay, and you know she started the game. She hit a three. She got to the rim, and so now the help's coming. And instead of trying to go one on two like she was doing back in November, she's hitting the open person early, and it's it's just really fun to watch her develop. Well, we'll see if that continues here this week. You make the turn. You're, you're about to start facing these teams for a t- second time, and it starts with Kansas Wesleyan on Saturday. That was quite the thriller in the conference opener, 84-61 being the final. But that going into the fourth quarter, I don't think anyone expected that type of explosion from 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 your squad. But everything clicked. You guys continued the grind in Salina and got the win over the Coyotes. I know this year they they brought back a lot of talent from last year. Joel Stevens can hit some threes, and 
Lamaya Ricks is a, a very talented point guard who's who's developed very nicely up there as well. What do you see with this game coming up on Saturday? The second time around, there's no no tricks, no surprises. you got to have better basketball players than you did the first time. Um, they're going to take you out of your stuff. You're going to take them out of your stuff. Um, it's the play after the play. It's, okay, you have ran this. They've stopped it. Can you read that their point guard is guarding your five? Or can you re- read that that somehow they switched their center onto Ray and – can we get her the ball and attack that mismatch? And so it's now about playing basketball. Uh, that's that's the fun part of it. There's no, you know, who's who knows who scouted better, whatever. Everybody knows at this point in time. And they will be very well prepared for us. Uh, they're getting some kids back from injuries, so we've got to be prepared for their whole, whole roster. Um, I think I look back the last – three years every k-dub game has come down to the wire everyone's been close and um you just got to be prepared for a good basketball game on saturday so we uh i think we'll be ready we're 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 playing some really good ball moments now um end of the day if we take care of the ball we'll win if we don't take care of the ball it'll be a really interesting game all right, Coach. Well, thanks for your, your time. Congrats on the win, and best of luck. Thank you. Dean Jaderston, head women's basketball coach at Friends University here on the Friends Basketball Show. The Falcons have won six in a row. They'll try to make it seven in a row when they take on Kansas Wesleyan on Saturday. Five o'clock is the tip-off time for Saturday evening. Hope you can make plans and come on out to the Garvey Center for what should be two really exciting basketball games featuring friends, women's basketball, and friends, men's basketball. I want to thank Walk On Sports Bistro for the hospitality once again. We're out here every single week. It is always a joy to be out this way. And if you're looking ahead and thinking, well, what am I going to do for the big game coming up this weekend or during the week, you should always consider Walk On Sports Bistro. No matter where you sit in this place, you're going to have access to a TV because they are all over the walls here. And you're you'll also uh, expect good food as well. They have great game day food, great selection, wide variety with that southern twist that we all love to eat. So come on out the Walk-On Sports Bistro and uh, enjoy yourself at a sporting event in the near future. On behalf of Coach Dean Jaderston, I'm Pat Strathman saying so long from Walk-On Sports Bistro. Thanks for watching and listening to another edition of the France Basketball Show on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM.